Welcome back to the Getting Grit Podcast and joining us on our five-part series on authentic manhood. Tom T. Hall wrote it and sang it. It goes something like this. He was an old-time cowboy, don't you understand? His eyes were sharp as razor blades. His face was leather-tanned. His toes were pointed inward from a hanging on a horse. He was an old philosopher, of course. I know I had to ask him about the mysteries of life. He spat between his boots and he replied, It's faster horses, younger women, older whiskey, and more money. If a man really wanted to prove himself and be brave, then he might seek to live out these four natures, which are most often called virtues. Natures is probably way too strong of a word because it implies that they are both instant and first choices of an individual. For them to be true natures, there must be discipline and sacrifice to achieve them. Like a true oil that penetrates the wood with its spirits, sealing and protecting it against the outside elements, so are these virtues. The four virtues are not Tom T. Hall's version. Prudence, which disposes our practical reason to discern in every circumstance our true good, and to choose the right means of achieving it. Temperance, ensures the will's mastery over instincts and keeps desires within limits of what is honorable. Courage, it strengthens the resolve to resist temptations and to overcome obstacles in the moral life. And finally, justice, distinguished by habitual right thinking and the uprightness of conduct toward God and neighbor. It is not for us to see these four distinct things as separate but interwoven in the man who has as his first desire to make them part of his natural temperament and demeanor, because this is noble. As C.S. Lewis states, courage is not simply one of the virtues, but the form of every virtue at the testing point. Consider now what you are being bombarded with as the world's choice for manhood. Faster horses represents the prowess of our athletic achievements and fame and fortune. Younger women represent sex and getting as much of it as possible. Older whiskey represents the usury nature that drug and alcohols define. More money represents the lie that we are measured in our fundamental worth by our wealth. Now, we should not be opposed to developing great physical skills and giving one's greatest effort toward winning, because this is noble. But what of the trappings that come with it? St. Augustine said the desire for fame tempts even noble minds. Having as much sex as possible is also one of God's greatest pleasures given to man and woman, within the parameters of a healthy monogamous marriage, of course. Imbibing on the pleasures of alcohol is certainly not a sin, but gluttony is a sin in any form, and usury is abominable. And there's nothing wrong with money either, but living a life to serve only money means you forfeit every opportunity to serve others, and man's ability to rationalize his perverse use of money cannot be overstated. Be well advised, as C.S. Lewis noted, the devil is not only real, but he's a liar. The safest road to a crushed life is the gradual one, the gentle slope, soft underfoot, without turnings, without milestones, without signposts. The devil said, dreams do come true if only we wish hard enough. You can have anything in life if you will sacrifice everything else for it. Who is really willing to leave their soul open to the dark side? You know, consider this. In the year 2019, for the age group 15 to 24, there were 
over 23,000 deaths related to unintentional injury, suicide, homicide, and heart disease. These are problems of the heart. As C.S. Lewis said, it's not the load that breaks you down. It's the way you carry it. These problems of the heart come from chasing things filled with suspense and anxiety that man can always fit into his storyboard and are only best used for building a wall to keep the life-saving gifts out of your life. It is always a good rule to consider carefully where the encouragement in your life from others stems from. The elements of fear, lust, and ambition, they're only about you alone, not company, not team, or family, and they only look forward. So where do the people surrounding you tell you to focus? Consider these three gems. Maybe they would be the bullseye of authentic manhood. The first, love. It happens in the present because it requires action. Doing something for the good of the other, now, in real time. Gratitude. It looks to the past because it's about service to others, a remembrance, an honor that you give back. And mercy. It's a response to something past, present, or perceived to come in the future. And for it to be real, it has to bear all three. Remember, Pontius Pilate was merciful till it became risky. So let us return to our original question. If you want to prove yourself to be brave, live out these virtues, prudence, temperance, courage, and justice. Make them not just virtues in your life, rather make them your true nature. In its original Latin form, the word sacrifice means to make sacred or to make holy. They say that the sacrifice of men in combat forms the closest brotherhoods they ever know. They find selflessness. They find they can love the other guy in their foxhole more than themselves. Those who have borne the sacrifice of competition understand these remarks well. There is a great bond that can be developed on a team, though it is not combat, and therefore it's not the same. It is still a precious bond, not to be taken lightly or without significance. But the sacrifice within a family can create a greater bond that both the aforementioned cannot. Why would a man chase after faster horses and the elements of false manhood when he has the opportunity, albeit through sacrifice, to be all God ever intended him to be? Would it not be better, as Gandalf said, to uproot the evil in the fields that we know so that those who live after may have clean earth to till? The cardinal virtues are like applying oil to wood. We rub them into our daily lives, slowly in small sections, paying attention to detail through discipline, with great focus, and trusting in their unrelenting spirits to seep into us, to forge bravery and shield us from the false elements. These virtues, which are precious, can only be saved within us by our sacrifice to achieve them, that God forms into a man's ability to show love, gratitude, and mercy. Ain't it so? Join us next week for Episode 2, The Kevlar of Manhood. This is the Get and Grit Podcast signing off. Dominus Bobiscum. <laughs>